2: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
0: timberwolves playing well they hold off detroit at little caesar's arena and get the w they come home take on detroit sunday i love those mad days our pregame at two at cal Allen with all the play-by-play at 230 here on the home of the timberwolves speaking of the wolves kevin lynch joins us ballet sports north timberwolves analyst kevin how you doing I'm doing well, Steve. Can you hear me okay? I can. You sound great as always. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm actually at a
1: high school game. I'm actually actually watching Holy Family High School play at Delano right now. So I'm uh, checking out a couple a uh, couple high school teams.
0: Yeah, and you, you get out and watch a lot of high school hoops. I know, I know you really enjoyed. I go out cover a ton of games, and you know what? It it I know you're busy with the Timberwolves and. You know, I'm busy with stuff, but I, I love getting out to the gym and watching girls and boys hoops.
1: Nothing like it. It's, uh, it's the best level of basketball. I mean, I, I enjoy the NBA, and obviously college hoops is yeah. great, too, but um, nothing like, you know, playing with your buddies that you grew up with and, and uh, trying to win games or trying to win a state championship. It's You know, with, uh, with your friends and, and uh, you're a teenager, It's it's the best.
0: Yeah, and uh, you, you played on some good teams, Bloomington-Jefferson, once upon a time. I, do, do you think about th- those days, I, sp- I suppose, when you go out and watch a high school game or you're doing the state tournament and Sun Channel 45, you think more about it in those moments, how great it was to be a part of that.
1: Yeah, oh, big time, yeah. It, it, it makes me long for the past in some ways, yeah. you know, because I... So, you know, it's funny, some people, you know, they they're, they hated high school and or they didn't have a good experience, and, and, you know, some people have that. That's how it was for them. But for me, it was a great time and with my friends, and I had a stable family life and and school and and sports, and it wasn't just basketball. I played football too, but, oh, just a great experience. And, and, um, yeah, so when I go watch these games, it kind of takes me back in time a little bit. So I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, and when I've been out and about, I I spend a lot of time – in the northern suburbs and and see some of those teams. And I've, I've I've had a chance. Andover's got a couple of good guards. I've had it fortunate enough to see Park Center number one in 4A. I haven't seen Totino Grace yet number one in 3A. They beat Park Center at home in Fridley uh, maybe a week and a half ago. I've seen Osio play uh, a, yeah. a fair amount. And, and the one thing I know, I mean – and, Kev, you are a good player, went on to the U. had a great career at the University of Minnesota, played in the NBA, played in Europe. There's just so many good players. I'm really impressed by, you know, the, the skill these kids have. Yeah. Well, yeah,
1: oh, absolutely. That's, that's so true. I mean, you look at these kids, too. I mean, I, I used to do some personal training with kids, and, you know, I live in Eden Prairie, so I was working with probably 15 years ago, Steve, I was working with uh, one or two, like, it was probably fifth grade boys just personally training them in basketball. And then within about a few months, I was working with three, four, five of, of these kids' teammates because their other the parents were hearing about that I was working with these kids, and so they wanted me to work with their son. And so I did some of that. And uh, But that's the point is, like, you know, back when you and I were kids, you know, you just played every once in a while. Maybe occasionally in the summertime you went to a basketball camp. But for the most part, You were on your own, but nowadays you got kids that are ten years old that are personally training to get to you know to improve as a basketball player. So you got and girls are doing the same thing too. It's just so the skill level of all these kids is way better than it was, you know, say when we were kids.
0: Yeah, it it is impressive and uh, certainly fun. I invite people to get out. Uh, You know, there's a gym near you. Get out and support your local high school teams. Boys, girls, get out to the rink. Uh, next week I have, uh, I got boys hoops, Champlin Park at home, and then I'm going to go over to Legendary Aldrich Arena and see Benilde St. Margaret's and Hill Murray on Tuesday night. I, I get a kick out of it, and it, it, it just kind of helps me get through winter. because uh, <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's right. Hey, you, you know, know you, I saw Park Center. Uh, yeah. First, when they played Edina to start the season, so this is whatever it was November, early December. Yep. I, and then I, I did, and I was impressed by them. I can see why they're just kind of uh, you know beating everybody. But then uh, you should watch. Try to get down to watch Shakopee. Shakopee is just as good as Park Center. They are a really good team. No, you know, no major maybe talent. but you know high Division One type of talent on that team, but. They really play well together, and they're all juniors and seniors, and that makes a difference. So Shakopee, I would imagine, has got a good chance to get to the state tournament. And if they would play Park Center, that would be a great game.
0: Yeah, and the one thing about the Pirates, James Ware, the head coach who played at Hopkins, really a good guy. Braden Carrington's heading to the U, a big recruit for Ben Johnson. They really get after it defensively, Kev. And I, I don't know if you've had a chance to see Park Center yet, but uh, they, by the way, host Osio on Monday night, and that's a big game. I, I've got another game that I committed to, so I won't be able to check that one out. But, man, Park Center, they really get after it defensively. I mean, you know, for the for the entire 36 minutes, they are just in your grill. It, yeah. It's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Park Center does that. James Ware, like you said, yeah. he's a good coach. And Tim Tyson at Osseo, yeah. Well, he 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 runs a good program, and they have some good athletes. They're good. In fact, I was at the osseo Totino Grace game just last week, so I saw oh, those yeah. those two teams play. So I was up there. I was up there in your neck of the
0: woods, my friend. Yeah, and I didn't. I wasn't able to get to that because that night I had another. I I would have been thrilled to bump India and The Orioles pulled off the upset. I saw that. So that yeah yeah that's, yeah, that's
1: right you know the, the one thing about totino though that kind of frustrates me and I, I know you and i have talked about this before is you know that team it's a private school and so they're you got kids from all over the place and, yep. and you know that's kind of it's kind of an all-star team and they're big and talented and stuff but you know it's not it's not one of those high school situations most high schools 99 percent of high schools in the state you know they win or lose with the kids that have come through the youth program and, and they didn't move around and and you know form these all-star type teams it's most most of the teams in the state you know you, you win or lose with the kids that grew up together and and so Totino doesn't do that but uh but you know an Ocel even is a situation where kids move around a little bit too but you got you're, you're talking about i mean I, th- I think Tim Tyson's a really good coach with the Orioles
0: yeah and he, we we grew up in the same neighborhood i mean literally let's see i'm thinking I look across the street, one, two, three doors up the street, Tim Tyson, same same street in Champlin. Think about that. Oh, I didn't yeah.
1: know that. Yeah,
0: we, we, we grew up. Now, I, I'm older than he is. You know, he, I think, is the youngest of the kids. So I, I grew up with his older brother. But, you know, we still played pickup games in the neighborhood. And, yeah, like I say, same street. Three doors up. Oh yeah, um, we mean streets of Champlin, Kev. Uh, we, <laughs> man, that sounds like that sounds like a rough area, man. You got you got to be tough to live. in. West Bloomington, Champlin, man. It, it's tough, tough stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, West Bloomington, uh, of course. <laughs> uh, Kevin Lynch joining us. Timberwolves right now. they they're on an upswing. Good win over Denver. They they grind one out in Detroit. They get the Pistons back on Sunday. And, and Kevin, I wanted to talk to you about this. What, what's impressed me is they got through all that stretch of COVID and some guys further down the bench got some minutes. Chris Finch has been able to mix and match. But what's impressed me is, is different guys seem to be stepping up. And to me, that's his biggest sign – is the team heading in the right direction? Or maybe Ant's not having a great night or Cat or, or or Delo's out of the lineup or whatever, but, but someone's stepping up and helping them win games.
1: Yeah, no, no question about it. I mean, what you're seeing is, is, is true. Um, you know, whether it's Jaden McDaniels has been playing better recently, Torian Prince, who's a bit more of a veteran player, he's been on fire. I mean, shooting the ball, he's been... I kind of figured he would have a a big role with his team, too. You know, even early in the season when he wasn't doing much or even playing very much, I kind of figured if this season starts to turn around, Torian Prince is going to play a role in that. But uh, Jalen Noel, Nas Reed has been good. So, I mean, I I know the Wolves have really struggled to win games. They've, They've been one of the bottom teams in the NBA for a long time for the most part. But this year something is happening, I think, I hope, people start to pay attention a bit more to what's going on with the wolves and that depth is stepping forward and towns has been terrific and edwards has got a chance to be a star player too so um yeah and, and defensively they were terrific last couple games i thought for the most part so um there's a lot of reasons for for some excitement yeah. around the timberwolves and uh, so i think uh, everybody needs to tune into these these upcoming games
0: yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Even a guy like Malik Beasley, who some nights it's like, you know, what's going on here? But, yeah. for instance, in the game against Detroit, 6-9 from the field, 4-5 or five from outside the arc, 2-2 two two from the free throw line, 18 points in, in just shy of 20 minutes. That's a big contribution for a guy that as you get into more and more meaningful games down the stretch, you're going to need guys like that to, to help bail you out when someone else is struggling.
1: Well, that, that's the only way the Wolves are going to be a winning team moving forward, whether it's this year or the next couple of years, is, you know, you got to, you got to play together. You got to do it as a team. And, and, yep. and, and plus, it's, it's, you know, like what you just said about Malik Beasley, it's kind of important that, you know, when some of your team, if, I, if I'm coming off the bench for the Timberwolves and some of my teammates that are also coming off the bench start to play really well, all that does is, you know, there's, there's competition within your within teams, you know, with, with your teammates and that should raise your level. I think of, of play when you're coming off the bench with some of these guys that are playing well. So uh, it feeds on each other. It feeds on itself. And, and uh, so, yeah, something good is happening right now. If they can stay healthy, Steve, they should be a team that makes the playoffs, whether it's a play in or, or they get in the top six or whatever. And then, then the fun really starts to begin in the springtime. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's about time that this stuff has happened. Chris Finch has done a good job with these guys, and and uh,
0: I think uh, even
1: better days are
0: ahead. Yeah, and, and Kev, you, you know, you you obviously follow the team very close, follow the NBA very closely, and this, this, there's always been this thought: well, you know, coaching in the NBA, you know, it, it matters, but maybe not as much as other sports. But I I think the the job Chris Finch, has his done here, and I I think he came into a tough situation. You know, Ryan Saunders, middle of the season, awkward, yeah. and uh, they they part ways with Gerson and Rose sauce, but but he has has been steady Eddie. I'm impressed by what he says post game. You know, I, I'm not a. You know, practice every day, or sit sit in the Zoom calls every day. But when I do hear him speak and and how he handles himself and how he manages the game, I I, I think he does a really nice job.
1: Well, Doug, wouldn't you say when you've heard him interviewed in press conferences that he would Would you say, Steve, that he comes off as
0: genuine? Yes, very much so.
1: And 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 I think the I agree with that. I think that's true. He's not a coach that's going to be, you know, seeking. He doesn't need the spotlight, I don't think, or there's not a whole lot of that to him. I'm sure he's got a, an ego, but it seems like, you know, he he doesn't need the spotlight. He wants to keep it on the players. And the players pick up on that genuineness, I think, out of him. They all seem to like him. And, um, and so that's important. They, they enjoy playing for him. And I, I think he's done a nice job. It's uh, and you know he's a young coach too. He, this is his first time as a head coach in the NBA, so they're all growing kind of in this together. But I think Chris Finch has done a good job, like you said, under kind of challenging circumstances the last year, year and a half. But uh, you know the, the players like playing for him, and and I think he's done a nice job. And he's another reason for us to be excited about where these guys are going.
0: Yeah, for sure, and as you mentioned, Anthony Edwards just in his second year, and and Carl Anthony Towns just had some monster games. And what's been impressive, Kev, is he stepped up when they've really needed it, and and maybe had you know kind of a quiet first three quarters, but in he's he's had some big fourth quarters as of late, and that's huge as well.
1: Well, you know, sometimes one thing that kind of does frustrate me with the, with how the Wolves play offensively is, is they they take so many quick shots and they jack up too many threes at times and 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 there there's no, no question they're at their best when they're playing through Carl Anthony Towns when he's touching yep. the ball, whether he's shooting or, or posting up or as a passer. I mean, he's just a to me he's one of the top 15. All-around offensive players in the NBA, and it's not easy for those big guys to get on a list like that. I I think he's he's such a good shooter, and he can do so many different things for a big guy. It's it's impressive. So, yeah, when they're at their best, he has the ball in in his hands quite a bit, and and uh, yeah, but when they're struggling, they tend to take quick shots and they don't go through towns as much. So that's one thing you got to kind of pay attention to. Sometimes they play so fast that they don't get him the ball enough. So. As long as they get the basketball in Townsend's hands, I think offensively they're going to be fine.
0: And what about trade deadline coming up? Would you make a move? The chemistry seems to be good. We, we've we talked a lot this season, Kev, about the, the Timberwolves needing a, a little help and a little more size up front, yeah. especially as you get down the stretch and, and potentially in the playoffs. Or, or do you just kind of let it ride and see how it plays out?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, if,
0: if let's say they
1: make the playoffs and play, you know, match up against one of the bigger teams in the Western Conference and and, and that's going to rear its ugly head if they don't they don't start. Whether they make a change at the trade deadline right now here in February, uh, they, they're going to have to address this, this next summer too. So at some point you're going to have to address it. I think you need one more big seven-foot guy on this team to really help. But you're right in the fact that the chemistry is kind of it can be kind of a delicate thing, and if you bring in the wrong personality and a guy doesn't yeah. want to be here, even though he can help you maybe win a few games, uh, that might not be worth it. So yeah, things are are feeling kind of good right now. Maybe two weeks ago or a month ago, you asked me, yeah, you gotta for sure get a big guy, and I still think they do eventually. But um, you know, I would not be surprised to answer that question, Steve, is if, if they if they wait on making any major moves and just, uh, wait for the summer and and let this season ride out as it is.
0: Well, Kev, always good to visit with you. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Steve. Have a good night. See ya. All right. There he is. uh, Kevin Lynch, Ballet Sports North, Timberwolves analyst, known Kev a long time, does terrific job on television. And
2: this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,